0: Welcome, everyone, to this seventh episode of Metaphysical Musings. My name is Tina Dubois, and I'm your host for the show, the founder of Metaphysical School, a crystal and sound healing facilitator, as well as a teacher and student of various metaphysical topics. In today's show, I am super excited to interview Sandra Pelli, also known as the Sandini, the inner peace mentor, and one of our most prolific metaphysical school faculty. We're going to talk about divination today and Sandra will answer what divination means and the five W's that include who, what, when, where, and why, not necessarily in that order. She'll share who can divinate, which opens up the conversation to all of the other questions and we'll talk about how to divinate with clear answers to make it easy for anyone. And Sandra will share her shaman roots as she speaks of her trip to Cuba and the wisdom that she learned there. Let's bring Sandra onto the show. Hello, hello. hello. <laughs> it's lovely to see you, Sandra. I'm
1: very excited to be here.
0: Awesome. Okay. Now that you're here, I would like to share a little bit more of an introduction for you. As I mentioned earlier, Sandra is an inner peace mentor. As the guide to the guides, she helps you on your spiritual path to stand in your power in health, career, and relationships. By working through expectations, limiting beliefs, and poor word choices that may have held you back, Sandra helps you to connect more easily with your guides. Her cornerstone mantras, I am open, which is one of my favorites, and I am love, are pivotal pieces that help you stand in your power in a new way. As an energy shaman and energy chameleon, Sandra flows directly to the epicenters that are ready to heal. And her book, A Spiritual How-To, which we're probably going to talk about, lovely, (laughs) is the cornerstone of what she brings to you, and is available on Sandra's website and on Amazon. And lastly, Sandra is one of our most prolific teachers at metaphysical school. She has shared with us seven courses including a three-part video series on connecting with higher self, another three-part series on tarot and oracle cards which I'm sure we're going to touch a little bit on as today's metaphysical musings is all about divination, and one more on the power of a hug which is so cute. I love the prop. I'm just going to leave it at that that you have in that in that video course. And in addition to all of that, she's participated in three webinars each in our energy empowerment masterclass and the intuitive awakening masterclass series. Thank you again for joining us, Sandra. And now that I've covered the introduction. Let's dive right in and talk about what divination means to you. Wow.
1: Uh, What divination means to me is truly being able to use almost anything as a prop, as a portal, as a gateway into discovering more knowledge or possibly future events or even past events, uh, past lives and things. So divination to me opens up my whole world because my awareness becomes that much more greater because I'm aware of the things that are around me. And I use each of those things to delve more f- deeply into the information that's coming to me that's going to help me to live the life that I desire. Mountain biking and traveling all over the world. <laughs> nice.
0: nice. So I have a question for you. I'm, I'm currently reading rereading the Harry Potter series and there's a course at Hogwarts called Divination. And Professor Trelawney teaches about crystal balls and tea leaf reading and she also does some astrology in terms of divination. So these are a couple tools, but I want to talk about (laughs) some other divination tools other than kind of like these standards, or what J.K. Rowling decided to share in the Harry Potter series. What kind of tools do you use for divination?
1: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right in and tell you the story about Cuba first, okay? okay cool. Because that's part part of this. Uh, I I had this incredible. It was the last trip that we made to Cuba. And we got to experience going to a Cuban farm. I have a very close friend who lives in Cuba and she took us to this farm. And I've been was looking all over the place to for a specific rock, a rock that I wanted to bring back to do the first shaman course that I was going to do. And I looked and I hunted and I, I searched all over and, and finally I found this one on the on this farm. And I asked my friend if she would ask the farmer, her friend. If I could take this rock. And he burst out in laughter. And he's like, You could take the ball if you want. He just wanted them off his property. So it was quite comical. So I, I started to really understand how many different things we can use to divinate with. And I love that because because divinate is like part of the word divine. Like it just it's it all comes together, and it's that beautiful connection with the divine source. And 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 divination is that streaming in, following. And and I'm very much about the energy cords. So it's following those energy energy cords, just like the energy chameleon following them in to find out what wants to be said. So with this rock from Cuba, I ended up bringing 13 pounds of rocks and shells back. I'm surprised I got through the airport with them. <laughs> But I, I learned a really very, very valuable lesson with that rock. Um, I asked it a question and uh, that question was literally around um, uh, around what was I gonna do with my marriage? Because my marriage in that moment was a, at a very, very low point. And I was so terrified that I was losing my husband, I was losing the marriage. And the rock told me to let go. It was really interesting how that all unfolded. And I remember laying on the floor sobbing because I thought it meant I had to leave my husband. And I slept on it that night. And uh, what came up during the night, uh, further thoughts of it, further feeling into the energy of it was that it wasn't about letting go of the marriage. It was about letting go of what my expectations were on the marriage. And that was massively huge. And I know uh, Tina so graciously uh, uh, let you know that I have a, a freebie. Uh, for you guys about letting go of expectations, and I know I'm jumping ahead wait, wait, wait quite a bit here <laughs> with that, but um, I actually have a video on there that tells you a little bit more about that that whole episode and that, and, and how to let go of expectations and things. But um, yeah, that that Cuban thing, um, bringing back the rock from Cuba, was a real big eye opener for me. And you know, you spoke about using different things, and Harry Potter is such a beautiful example, like the crystal ball and, and um, even a glass of water. But I've actually got a couple pieces here to show you. Um, one of the, like, we, we we were kind of leaning into pendulums today. So I honestly, I I, I truly, I just picked up this pendulum a little while ago. And, and, and <laughs> Tina's got hers there, too. And I just wanted to show you something before we kind of do anything with the pendulum, is um I've also got a necklace. I just grabbed one of my necklaces uh, to show you how that works. And also, too, Almost anything that has a string that's going to do something, like this has all my my um, personal crystals in it. So I can use this. And notice I can hold it like that. I don't have to pull it out full length. Um, if I ask it to clear, you can see that it's, it's actually starting to do a circle. I'm not sure if you guys can see that on your end, but it's doing a little circle going around. There we go. And that's how I clear my pendulum. I ask for my my guides to clear my pendulums, clear whatever I'm using as a pendulum for the highest good, for the most benevolent reasons, and for the greatest good of all. I always use these three uh, specific terms because I want to be working with the best intention. I want the best guidance to be coming through. I want the most powerful guidance to be coming through. And I want the highest order of guides to be coming in to work with me. And I think that's very important. And when you set up something like that with anything that you do, it's really powerful what unfolds for you because um, you don't get pulled into some of these other limiting beliefs and uh, lower vibrational energies when when you're making a concerted point Of saying, you know, for the highest good, for the most benevolent reasons, and for the greatest good of all.
0: It's about intention, right? The intention that you put towards what you're going to be working on, what questions you're going to be you're going to be asking, what answers you are um, you're open to receiving.
1: Very much so, and also too, it's when you're doing divination, you want to be specific. I remember asking the pendulum one morning my husband and I had to go on a trip. And I remember asking the pendulum, you know, which highway should we take? Was, were we gonna take Highway 16 or were we gonna take Highway 40? And um, what I did in that case is you can do yes, no's, but but also too, you can do other things where you've got things laid out in front of you. So for instance, I said Highway 16 was over here and I said Highway 40 was over there. So then the pendulum starts in the middle once I've cleared it and I've I've, I've kind of clarified what my yes and no's are. Once I've done that, then it will swing in the direction that it it suggests. So it suggested this Highway 40. Well, um, yes, it was the better highway that day. However, it actually took us longer because of how much road construction was on it. So I didn't clarify that we actually had a time thing that we needed to do so it's really getting specific like if you're going to do any kind of work with a pendulum or or and that sort of thing you can't just say um, you know uh, should I eat uh, should I have supper it's like should I have bananas and peanut butter for supper is that a yes or no kind of question right do you want to know a little bit about about the yes and nos part of that uh, Tina how I do that
0: how, how to ask your pendulum to give you a yes or no Absolutely, yeah. it's kind of okay. You know, the critical uh, one of the basics, right? Foundational information. Exactly.
1: Okay, so first of all, I'm going to use this necklace, and I'm just asking the pendulum to clear, and it's it's spinning around and around right now. And I say it in my head for the highest good, for the most benevolent reasons, and for the greatest good. But you can see that it actually picked up speed when it did that too, right? And now that it's essentially stopped, I'm going to ask it to show me the yes you guys can see that's kind of swaying towards you
0: yeah you have a you have a vertical up and down line for yes
1: yeah okay and now I'm going to ask it to show me the no and you can see and it looks like you have a
0: you have a horizontal right so your yeses is a is like a vertical line to you and your no is a horizontal line whereas for me so I'm gonna I'm gonna show my yes and no as well so uh, as a bit of an aside this is the very first pendulum I ever purchased, ever chose, and it took me six months to find the pendulum that I was going to work with first. And I just wanted to say that once I found the first pendulum, I now have about 15. So I just kind of needed to open that door. And then like all of these pendulums were like, pick me, pick me, pick me. So now I have, you know, quite a collection, it's lovely. <laughs> I do use different pendulums for different things, but um, what I do to ask my pendulum yes or no is, um, a, well, I ask for a yes and I get a clockwise circle for my yes. And then another trick that I've learned is if you, when I want to switch questions, I turn my hand over. So I will use my pendulum on top of an open palm. And then if I switch my hand over, my pendulum stops swinging and then I will ask it for a no and my no is a vertical a vertical up and down so the way that your pendulum swings is definitely um unique to you and the other thing that I do is um I use pendulums to clear my crystals um it's another thing that you can use pendulums for and I have I have a crystal which is actually another pendulum but <laughs> I have another, I have a crystal, and if I ask my pendulum to clear, it will swing in a counterclockwise circle, and then I ask it to stop when it's done. And it usually doesn't take that long, and it just stops moving when it's finished clearing. So pendulums, like, I'm sure, (laughs) Um, the same for you, Sandra, are really handy little tools to get Um, to get answers from your intuition it's tools to clear objects and as one more aside this is the pendulum that I used to clear my own energies every night for a year when my when my empath skills first turned on and I was overwhelmed I didn't like it it was not a fun time in my life (laughs) But one of the tools I learned was personal energy clearing and so when I started doing personal energy clearing every night with this little pendulum, life started getting so much easier do you do you use pendulum to clear your own personal energy as well sandra
1: i do I, i'm I'm clearing this pendulum because uh, this like that one's your very oldest one this is my yes. very newest one no nice I honestly bought <laughs> yes. it today probably about two hours ago <laughs> Wonderful. and um for me. Yeah, it feels very, very magical. I actually use pendulums to clear cards. I use um, pendulums to clear food. Uh, and and the interesting thing is, is I'm very much about the energy. So while you, are, while you have that crystal literally there and you are clearing it, I have a deck of cards upstairs, okay? And um, I'm going to clear the energy of that deck of cards right now using this pendulum. So I'm asking it to clear the energy of the deck of cards for the highest good and for the most benevolent reasons, for the greatest good of all
0: nice so what you're saying is we can use pendulums to clear energy of objects spaces people probably without even being near them that is so awesome i've actually never cleared a deck of cards with my pendulum that was in another room that that is a new (laughs) technique to me i love it i'm going to uh implement that that's wonderful
1: (laughs) awesome thank you exactly Uh, i would love to say the who now if you don't mind uh we kind of talked talked a little bit about different things that we could use for divination we're we're kind of honing in on pendulums and that and um the who is truly anybody anybody honestly And, and and i believe there are a lot of people who are naturally divinating and they really have no awareness that that's what they're doing but it's really interesting when you sit down with someone who has no idea about it and thinks that you might be doing hoodoo voodoo type things anyway. Um, I remember sitting down with my husband and I had uh, recently purchased a pendulum and I was showing him how it worked and he's like, oh, that's just hogwash kind of thing. And I said, here, no, you hold it. And um, now I'd like you, Paul, to ask Uh, for the for the pendulum to clear itself and it started doing this spinny thing in his hand while He was just holding it still and then I said and now ask it for for a yes What is your yes? And it showed him a yes, and then I said when I was ask it for your no and um, It gave him a no and then then he put it down. He's like, oh my gosh, okay. This is too much for me (laughs) (laughs) It's it's
0: one thing to think woo-woo is not you know part of your life and then to like physically encounter it for yourself. So eye-opening.
1: Yeah, very, very much so. I'm really looking forward to doing this type of work a lot more with my granddaughter especially and and truly teaching. You know, teaching, teaching people how to use things is what's so important because, um, you know, why do we want to do this? There's a good question. Why do we want to do this? We want to do this because we want to have clearer, clean-cut answers or clarity on something, just like I did with that highway. I wanted to know a specific thing. In fact, I can use my body, I and I remember using just my eyes for a while there, and I'll, I'll speak about that in just a moment. But that that why is so very important to that intention. Like, we have an intention, and it's a good intention, because I wanted to get to point be very carefully and safely that's why i asked that question to the to the pendulum you know and this is also too why i recommend that we do the highest good the most benevolent reasons and for the greatest good of all is because um when we're working with the divine source and we're working with divination which comes from divine we are working towards bringing ourself into a better space into a higher vibration of energy and I know this may sound like it's it's going off topic a little bit, but it, it truly it isn't. As you step into divinating and being aware, it's it's like you know, it's it's just like when when we decided to have this topic for this for this this call, um, you know, divination is a way of life. It's the way I walk through my life every single day. So when I go out for a mountain bike ride or if I go for a hike a, or if I go for a walk in a, on a city block and I see an orange sign, then wow, I'm feeling like, wow, there's my creative juices. It's showing me my creative juices. Then I see another sign and it's it's got an eagle on it. And it's, it's constantly like this. This is all parts of divination. Because we're talking about pendulum today, doesn't mean that that's the only thing that's about divination. Divination is, is our life. It's everything that we do in our life. It's how we look at our life. Even in our dreams, we're divinating. We have to my, interpret them.
0: <laughs> my, defini- my definition of divination is very close to yours. It's the use of any tool to connect with our intuition. And like you said, intuition comes from divine, comes from source. And you know, therefore, divination, intuition, right? Very similar things. And you're so you're you're so spot on that divination can be any tool, any sign, any symbol. Like for people who you know scoff at at woo woo and the word divination because you know maybe they have negative connotations of Professor Trelawney whatever it is, right? If they look at the clouds and they see a shape in the clouds, like a dragon or an angel or a butterfly or a puppy, you know, those signs are divination. They're, they're ways to connect to your intuition. And then, you know, asking simply what is, what is the message for me from this sign or symbol or whatever? That's all divination. Divination is such a huge, huge subject. And yes, we can use pendulums, or we can use um, oracle cards or tarot cards or whatever. But like you said, seeing an orange sign and that, you know, brings your awareness to your creative energy. All divination. Divination is so huge.
1: It is. It um- is. I want to tell you about two clouds that I've seen because I think it's really important for you to to take this a step further. Like Tina said, it's about that awareness, right? Um, why are you seeing this? What are you seeing this for? The, the first time that a cloud really, really, really made itself known to me in that it was so different from anything that I'd ever seen. I was walking around the block um, recovering from a broken pelvis. And it was the first big walk that I had done around. And I had been, you know, essentially bedridden for, for weeks and weeks. And I had been doing all kinds of uh, pulling cards on a daily basis, getting these incredible answers and, and um, learning how to ask for help and, and things. And really was tapping into the spiritual side of myself. And as I walked around my own block on crutches, I looked up in the sky above my own house. And there was literally a hand with the palm up and it was just like like god had reached a hand down and put this beautiful hand out and it was it was just so powerful for me in that moment because i had first of all personally i had learned how to ask for help and i was using all of these incredible tools around me to further my own self to to become a better person to be more in touch with who i am and that was such a beautiful beautiful experience and then the other one that was so very, very profound, and I managed to get a picture of the second one, the, the hand I was unable to, <clears throat> the, uh, the second one, my um, beautiful dog of 17 years had passed away in uh, September, and six weeks later, my husband and I were out in a vehicle driving home from a city. And... I was in the passenger seat and I was watching these clouds and watching them and they just look like basic clouds and I was watching them and watching them and then all of a sudden I'm like I'm paying closer attention it's like what's going on with these clouds and then all of a sudden there's my dog's head diving through the clouds I could see her ears back I could see her nose everything and it was just such a beautiful message for me from my dog saying I'm here I support you I love you and it was it was so powerful and that's, that's what divination is about. It's not just seeing these things, but starting to clue into the reasoning behind them. If you're talking about something and then you see that butterfly, what butterfly is about transformation. So what are you talking about? What do you need to transform? Or what are you in the process of transforming? It's so powerful. Every step of this is so powerful.
0: So question for you. Um, you're talking about, you know, signs and symbols and what they mean to us. Do you have some favorite resources that you use to for people to look up what certain things mean? Like you mentioned the butterfly or feathers or other things, other signs that people see. Do you have a favorite resource that you use to get some clarity as to what uh, those symbols mean?
1: Honestly, I do. And it's so comical that you would ask because I have some right here. <laughs> oh, sweet. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. Just uh, so everybody knows, I no- this <laughs> was not my planned Sandra
0: and I are doing this interview, like basically off the cuff, and, and I have no idea what she has for you know props, and she doesn't know what I have for props. So <laughs> this is very or
1: cool. questions, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, one of one of my favorite things, and I actually ended up buying two of these because I felt I needed to have them in more locations than just one, is uh, this Animal Speak by 10 Andrews is just nice. a really incredible book. It's, it's just a pocket guide, very small. Uh, I believe I actually probably have a feather in this one. Um, but it it talks about um, flighted animals. It talks about uh, four-legged animals. It talks about bugs and and as well as uh, amphibian type of creatures like fish and reptiles. so there's there's a very, very powerful book. Um, Google, Google search, I use blackle, but 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 whatever search engine you use, I always write the name of the animal, bird, whatever it is, and then I go hyphen. The word symbolism after that, so that it, it it's bringing it right into the symbolism. It's so powerful. Uh, for numbers, um, there's an angel numbers specific site that I always go to. That that's Says really Is Joanna powerful. Scribes? Yes, I believe yeah, it is. Yes, yeah.
0: Awesome! Yeah, <laughs> that, that's my
1: favorite and, number. Num, number interpretation sign as well. <laughs> yeah, she's so good, so good. And then the other one that I do is um, because I've had so many injuries, and that's that's actually in my book, A Spiritual How To. Uh, over a sixteen-year period, I had thirty-three different injuries, and I really became very intimate with my body. And I started to understand that there were a lot of things going on that was more to do with with exterior things. Although they were interior, in fact, affecting me interior wise, um, they had to do with my emotions and feelings around other things that were going on in my life. And my close friend gave me this book, uh, Heal Your Body
0: by Louise Louise Hay. Hay
1: yeah beautiful beautiful book and um it has all kinds of different things in here and actually you know with a a beautiful uh, woman did a reading for me once and she gave me her original copy and it's this this book that's from the 60s or 70s it's of this book and um my guides have actually told me that I am in the process of updating Louise Hay's book for my own personal use so so the phrases um are, because we've, the world has changed so much. We have changed so much. And especially with what's going on in the world in, in recent years, we've really stepped into a new way of looking at life where we've, we've been knocked off balance and now we're really getting our grounding again. And with that, we're discovering things and it's coming at us from a different perspective. And we're learning new languages because of that. And with that new language, some of the words that are in Louise Habe's book may work very well for some, but for other people, it's not working anymore. And we're rewriting things so that the, that it works for the individual now, right?
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Um, just to share one of my favorite resources, um, I also go to Google. And the thing about finding in- symbol meanings on Google is there is so much out there. And how do you figure out what is the meaning for me in this um, in this situation? And I kind of, I want to share that it's, it's what pops out at you. It's what resonates with you in that moment. So for example, you might see a butterfly one day and you might think to yourself, well, this means, you know, transformation. This means things are changing. And, another day you might see butterfly and you might see a pair of them and you might think this is about my relationship this is about things changing this is about things developing and evolving um in my relationship Balance. so it yeah it all depends on what is like what do you need in the moment and for clarity all you need to do is ask you know what is the message and the message will come to you when i use google I, there are a couple of sites that I like to use. My favorite is whatsyoursign.com by Avia Venefica. Cause it's so extensive. I love it, love it, love it. And what she does is she enumerates lots of different possible meanings and allows you to determine what is it that this symbol means right now to you. And so that's why I like her site in particular. But yeah, it's all about intent and it's about asking for the clarity that you need and allowing the answer to come to you.
1: I want to take this a little bit further, Tina, because I think it's really important too to understand uh, what I was saying about that, that for the highest good and for the most benevolent reasons and the greatest outcome kind of thing. Um, I when I first started doing soul readings, uh, I, I was doing them with the family members, and uh, at that time, I they were not as extensive, meaning that I had no idea kind of how much information was coming through me, and I was I was not being as open as I am now with the information. And I did a, a soul reading for my. Uh, Daughter-in-law, that's who it is. <laughs> so my daughter-in-law, and uh, I. All I had told her was, "Oh, go look up a symbolism of this. Look up the symbolism of that. Look up the symbolism of this kind of thing." And finally, a couple uh, days later, she she called me and she goes, "You know what? I'm having a real difficult time here because every time I look at something, I'm I'm getting really negative things. And, and um, I I know you. This is not type of reading you're giving to me. You want you want uh, something different for me with this reading, so." they're they're again it's it's how are we interpreting it how are we looking at it and i personally when i when i do anything in my life i'm always working towards positive things i'm always working towards or playing with the idea of of furthering myself for the betterment of myself for the betterment of everybody and with that in mind when i see the something like for, for instance, a number nine, it's it's a death, it's the end, end of a cycle. Well, it doesn't mean the death in a family, it doesn't mean your death, it means it's the end of something has happened, like something has happened in your life, and now it's time to move on from that or to change or shift gears out of that, right? So when I went, sat down with my daughter-in-law and went through her reading again, that's when I realized, first of all, how much more I needed to be doing so that people got the information in the best manner for them, but also to how easy it is to possibly misinterpret the the information because of where you're at. And Tina, when she introduced myself, she talked about some of the words and changing the, the words that we're using. And that's really important. It's, it's like dropping the word not out of your vocabulary, any form of it. Uh, the word try. No longer use the word try. Because honestly, you're not trying to do anything. You are doing something. So just step into doing it, right? Um, and, and I could go on and on like that
0: <laughs> nice I'm sure some of these are in your a spiritual how-to book correct?
1: they are yeah, shall they are. we
0: switch gears a little bit and talk about talk about your book and what is in there and what kind of tool it is to help people on their spiritual journeys
1: for sure uh, this this book was written because I'd actually, I had felt a book within myself ever since I was a child. I honestly had no idea what it was going to be. And I had written all kinds of things. I had written drama plays for in high school and all kinds of things. And I thought I was going to write some historical romance or a cowboy Indian type <laughs> book and no idea. But, um, what happened was is, um, I I injured myself pretty severely a number of decades ago and uh, it was a quite a long drawn-out process to heal and um, without going into a whole lot of detail what happened is is it helped me to really discover myself and I was trying and trying and trying to get better and through that process I wanted to write about my experiences because of what I experienced and I had had a couple of really major events happen four years ago in my life, and at the same time, I had joined a masterclass, and the mastermind uh, leader told me, "You know what? You've got a book in you. Start writing that book." And I did that. Th- this is the book that unfolded. I I knew I was on a spiritual path, but I had no idea how to find the information to have that path happen with more ease and grace. There was information here and there and the spattering all over the place, but nothing was really in one place that would really help me to hone in and help myself, first off. And that's how this book unfolded. And it, it and it truly is. It's, it's kind of a, a journey of what happened in those 20 years. And you could tell that I didn't go into a whole lot of personal Agony detail, because it's not about me whining about my story. What this is about is the tools that I use to change my life, like expectations, like letting go of limiting beliefs, like changing the word not out of my vocabulary and rechanging re reformatting sentences, right? As well as uh, dropping the word "try" out of my vocabulary, and the two mantras, the two mantras are so powerful. In fact, I was reading this the other day, and uh, I, I recognized that the "I am love" mantra that's in here, I've actually uh, evolved it a bit, so it's even more powerful now. And you, you had said that you like the "I am open" mantra. I have uh, "I love" uh,
0: the "I am open" one. <laughs>
1: yeah, let's let's breathe our way through that "I am open" mantra because I, it's, it's it is I so very one. very powerful. So stepping into the energy of being open with no expectations, no limitations, and being okay with the outcome. I love this mantra. It has changed my life in such powerful, powerful ways. I have, um, so many, so many of my students and my community have been using this on a daily basis. They use it in situations that when you use this mantra, it truly, it changes the situation. Because for one, you're taking a breath between each thing. So if I sat here and said, I'm open with no expectations, no limitations, and I'm okay with the outcome, it's just a sentence. It's just a sentence and it's not doing anything. But when we breathed our way through that mantra, you're you're taking a breath. You're changing the makeup of who you are in that moment. You're stopping the situation from continually uh, slapping you in the face. You're taking, in essence, you're stopping and you're letting whatever be, be, and then being okay with it. Now, what's really interesting about that being okay with the outcome part of it is when it sticks, when it feels awkward, that being okay with the outcome, then I can pretty well guarantee that you have an expectation happening. It's that expectation on something that is having, uh, creating a difficult time with that being okay with the outcome. Yeah.
0: Lovely. <clears throat> I also love that mantra. I like even just doing it here with, you know, my eyes closed and breathing through it. I feel kind of lightheaded afterwards, you know, like lighter and I don't know, calmer as well.
1: Yeah. I've uh, a number of, people I know right now are going through some pretty major situations in their lives and it could be with aging parents it could be with sibling disputes it could be with um, employee employer type of situations it could be with your children it could be so many different things when you stop and breathe your way through this mantra it changes the situation it truly like there's no way that you can breathe your way through that that mantra and it have the same outcome that it would have had if you had not done the mantra, because once you step into doing that, you have opened the pathways for better things to come to you. It's so powerful. I I know, I, I know when, um, and I just kind of want to give an example. Like one of my um, one of my students uh, right now, her her mother is has dementia. And they're talking about placing her in a home, and and they've been having a lot of difficulty. And she's just really been feeling like she's hitting her head against the wall with her mother. And um, I suggested that like she was going, she was doing the mantra. She was getting in her car to drive to her mom's, and she was doing the mantra in the car, so that she felt so good when she got there. Then she would get there. And she would, you know, knock on the door and go in and, and 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 then kind of, she knew that she had felt a shift and she was kind of riding that, that little bit of a wave, but then something would go on in the house. So what I suggested to her is, okay, you, you're doing a beautiful thing. You're doing this in the car on your way there. So you're already calming your energy down and you're you're reaching this beautiful sense of peace. Now do it just before you go to the doorway. And when she started to do that, Her's mother, her mother's energy shifted in such a profound way that her mom is now super excited to be moving into a new home rather than butting heads against each other and fighting all the way. This is the power of this mantra. You could be having an argument with your spouse and you if you stop and breathe your way through it. For me as a mountain biker, if I'm on a, on a trail that's intimidating and I breathe my way through this mantra, it's amazing how much easier it is to ride that trail. So it's very powerful in any circumstance.
0: Nice. I love that. I I love that there's this simple tool that we can use to open up our possibilities basically for any difficult situation.
1: Yeah, very much so.
0: Cool. Yeah. So is there anything else that you want to cover about divination? Um, or do you want to go into a very quick recap of the so five divinities? Yeah. <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to do this? Do you want to do a recap? Yeah.
1: I'll do a recap because I'm I'm unsure if we really connected with a couple of those. So the who is truly anybody. Anybody can be and likely already are. It's bringing your awareness to it and then starting to learn how to use these tools even more effectively. The The why is so that you get some very clear answers from a higher source, from a more positive direction that helps you to move forward in a more empowering way the where and when anytime anywhere like honestly it doesn't really matter uh who what when where and why i think i covered them all now all you, <laughs> and we did you, talk about the
0: how what yeah we just we just talked we just a missed what? the what yeah and we we talked a lot about that and how it's a what is divination it is a tool to connect with our intuition to receive messages from source the divine whatever you want to call it yes Cool. It heightens your awareness. Exactly. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Sandra, for sharing all your amazing wisdom about what divination is all about and how we can use it to connect with our intuition with ease. And thank you for sharing the I Am Open mantra with us and some of your spiritual how-to book as well. What is the best way to connect with you and to keep up to date with your offerings?
1: Well, first of all, if you're going to uh, click on the 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 uh, links that are here, um, all of my websites, all of my my links lead you back to me. I'm available uh, if you just google my name, Sandra Pelly, you'll find me anywhere, and the freebie will actually get you onto my mailing list. So I highly recommend you do the freebie. Yeah cool.
0: So if you're listening, you can connect with Sandra at her website at the Sandini dot com slash website and if um, that is difficult to remember it is going to be in the show notes it'll be in the description so it'll be really easy to click on and
1: how do we find you on social media social media instagram i'm the sandini sandra uh, facebook i'm sandra pelly the sandini uh, i also have a group in there uh, called the soulful empowerment dash the sandini as well so
0: Nice. And lastly, you talked a little bit about your letting go of expectations free gift. So if you are watching, I have a bitly link on the screen right now that you can check out. It is going to be in the show notes as well. So you can click on that. And do you want to just say exactly what the letting go of expectations free gift will um, will give to you?
1: Uh, For sure. when you click on this, first of all, you'll discover what expectations are. And there's a beautiful analogy in there about a river and, and the boulder and how our expectations are the boulder in the river. And when we remove that boulder from the river, life flows more fully to us. So it just gives you a, uh, 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 I believe it's a uh, top 10 expectations in our life. <laughs> Have fun with it. Have fun with it. And uh, watch the video because it does tell you a little bit about what my expectations were on my marriage and how i truly saved my marriage by recognizing what my expectations were on the marriage and when i was able to let go of my expectations and that of the on my marriage and that's that reaction that is why i am so happily married now
0: <laughs> nice beautiful thank you thank you sandra for joining me on the show for sharing your wisdom for Offering your free gift—that is wonderful. Thank you, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you. It's been such a pleasure. I really love being a part of your world, Tina. It's magical. Thank
0: you. I love that you're part of my world too. <laughs> I I adore. I simply adore your your courses that you have shared. Your um your tarot and oracle cards video course. You one of one of those uh, modules has an interview with your deck that spread. That was just wonderful. I got so much insight out of it. It's a really wonderful tool. The connecting with your higher self videos, those were wonderful. Talked about boundaries, how easy, how we can connect with um, our higher self. It's beautiful. And the power of the hug. It That's in our, our human energies uh, subject. And it's so beautiful. And it's so simple and powerful. And Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for all of your support with our masterclasses. <laughs> I, I always love your wisdom. That you shared in the Energy Empowerment Masterclass and the Intuitive Awakening Masterclass. And I'm so, so, so grateful to you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And with that, I would like to share that this episode of Metaphysical Musings is brought to you by Metaphysical School offering everything awakened souls need to ignite their enlightenment journey, including courses, clarity, confidence, and connection. Our video education and community platform includes over 50 video courses and masterclasses to choose from that you can watch anytime, anywhere. You can discover your soul path as a healer, seeker, mystic, or seer, and find out where you're currently at on that path and what you need to get to the next step with ease. You can build trust in your intuition with our weekly intuitive activities designed to gain intuitive wisdom through experience. And you can get all the support you need with our growing community of awakened metaphysically minded souls. If you're an awakened soul who feels afraid, alone, overwhelmed or lost, we can help you to enlighten into being wise, supported, centered, and aligned on the next steps on your soul path. I invite you to visit our website to learn more about the many benefits of enrolling in our school membership, where you can ignite your enlightenment journey with us at metaphysical.school. And while you are there (laughs) on the website, I invite you to take our What Metaphysical Archetype Are You quiz to discover if you're the healer with a passion for caring for others, the seeker with a thirst for finding truth and wisdom, the mystic who revels in their intuitive abilities, including all things divination, or the seer, also skilled in divination and astrology. Knowing your metaphysical archetype is the first step in understanding your soul path, helping you to progress on your enlightenment journey. While you're on the website, metaphysical.school, you can simply click the button that says take the quiz. And with that, I would like to conclude this episode of Metaphysical Musings by giving gratitude. Thank you so much to Sandra Pelly, our metaphysical school teacher and inner peace mentor for joining us today and sharing some of her amazing wisdom on divination and using it as a tool to connect with the divine and our intuition. Again, if you want to connect with Sandra, you can visit her website at thesandini.wixsite.com slash website, but also that link is going to be in the show notes. And if you want to follow Sandra on social media, you can find her on Instagram at the Sandini Sandra. She's also on Facebook, and those will be in the show notes as well. And lastly, I would like to conclude this episode by giving gratitude to you. I would like to thank you for watching us or listening to the show and I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to sharing more metaphysical musings with you in upcoming episodes bye for now